Hello friends, I'm coming at you with more little kid content. Playgrounds. But this this is not just little kid content. This applies to other things like golfing and the internet and email. Yeah. So go you go to a playground, okay? Your kid's got no shoes on. And you don't really think anything of it because they're a kid and they don't need shoes because that playground is that nice new fancy rubbery material. Although it does make their feet really black and rubbery and gross. And that's an issue, sort of. But yeah, they don't need shoes. And then your wife's like, you bring him home. Your wife's like, he wasn't wearing shoes. And yeah, you realize in hindsight, oh, all the other kids had shoes on. And the next time you go, you see, oh, everybody has shoes on. It's probably like rude or something to not have shoes on at the playground because maybe my little baby's foot fungus that babies don't have like gets on the the staircase you know and if we're you got a lot more to worry about than a baby's feet you got pee on the slides so how come nobody's talking slide pee that's a bigger issue than feet bare feet on the slides um it's really an epidemic but yeah so like playground etiquette it's just there's so many little things like hmm how involved, how close to your kid are you? If you're too far away from your kid and you're just letting them play, if like nobody's there, it's fine. But then someone's there who's like closer to their kid. And now it's like, oh, if my kid goes over, it's like, and then they're going to look at me and they're going to be like, this guy's just sitting there like a bump on a log or like, like pay attention to your kid. Like make sure he doesn't like grab, you know, I don't know, a pirate uh, ship wheel out of my kid's hand or something. You know, I don't know. There's etiquette for like how involved to be in the play how not involved to be in the play how much to talk to the parents how much to talk to the kid how to introduce your kid to another kid how to let the other kid be if your kid's being like real clingy or something like that um how to intervene that's what oh there's so much like how to intervene like some little rascal is on a spinny thing and your kid's like half his age and goes up to it and he's playing too rough and let's say that their parents like oh be careful like that other kid's like half your size and then i start getting defensive about my kid's size and be like you don't even know he could he could eat more cheerios than your kid could eat in a week right now like that's the way i feel about comments like that i'm just kidding but yeah so like they're trying to make their kid watch out for your kid but you're like oh no, no it's fine but like thank you or the opposite you know, it's like, oh, it's a delicate situation. So yeah, playgrounding with a little kid is a very interesting thing. And this is kind of what I've come away with, with a lot of things. It's like, because my nature is to very much like read into every little micro interaction and try to like build this model of like what's appropriate behavior in this environment so that nobody judges me, it generally turns into me thinking, you know what, who gives a schmick and rip? Like, just do you, I'll do me. If you're, and it actually gives me a lot of understanding for when someone, and this is kind of dovetails into the don't talk shit about kids. Cause it's like, if somebody else is being just ridiculous, just like be like, ah, whatever. People are ridiculous. Who cares? Don't get so freaking bent out of shape about somebody doing something ridiculous. And it's okay if my little baby boy wants to do something ridiculous and is maybe even a little rude. Like, you know, I'll do my, my due diligence with the, you know, light discipline but if they're like, you know, doing something that, you know, or like 
every every parent has different boundaries and you can kind of detect those boundaries and and then you're like kind of like knowingly letting your kid do something that they're not letting their kid do and now it's like a statement of like the differences in parenting styles or judgment on their parents it's so weird like isn't it so weird have you ever taken your kid to a playground it's a wild experience totally wild um yeah so that's all <laughs> that's all we had to say on that um what else was i going to say oh so this is etiquette i'm driving home from the playground and realizing this is etiquette it's like the unsaid rules of the road you know oh i changed river nobody was at the playground I changed the baby boy because he's got a honking pile of something, you know, that he's carting around. And so I, I flop him down. I put the little pad down, even though I don't need to, but I do. I put the pad down and I get to, ch- I even like obscured him behind the slide a little. But of course, would you know it? As soon as he drops trow, another family comes up in a minivan and gets out all excitedly running to the playground only to be greeted by a little baby wee and a big old pile of poopy. And I feel like, okay, he who has never had a child with a poopy diaper throw the first stone because we're all people here. Or so what? You had to see a wee. You never seen a baby wee before? It's just a baby wee. Um, So I generally feel this way about changing my baby, but I do realize that it is generally not cool to like, change baby poopy diapers in public around other people or something. These are the things I don't even know. I'm still developing my poopy diaper opinions. Um, But I definitely know this, that it is weirder to see another kid's wiener than your own kid's wiener. Am I allowed to say wiener on this show? It's like, it's weird. You know, your own kid, you don't even think about it. He could run around naked anywhere. I don't, I don't even think about it. It's just the same as him having clothes on. But, some other kid you're like oh those parents are like weird hippie freaks and like they let you know how old is that kid he's like 13 you know and it's like that kind of thing and yeah so i i've definitely am like more aware now that i yeah like you react differently to somebody else's kid being naked than your own and you kind of have to be a little sensitive to that because whatever but um, but it's also like yeah it's a nude kid get over yourself you freaking Oh, you know, it just makes me so angry. Back to golf. Um, <laughs> so this is etiquette. This is all the unsaid rules of the road that you have to figure out by going out and doing the thing and being a bumbling idiot. And this, uh, so I'm learning how to play golf. And if there isn't another game with more like, you know, fancy dancy etiquette than golf, show it to me. It's but you have to go out and be a dummy. I went out with my uncle and his golf buddies who I don't even know. And they like golf all the time and they're real like careful about everything. And I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm talking while people are hitting. I'm like putting my clubs on the green. I literally laid, Oh, this is so funny in hindsight. Cause it's such a faux pas and I didn't even think about it. I laid my bag of clubs on the green, which is like a total not good thing to do nobody does that and i totally did that um my brother chipped on the green which is like what is wrong with you you know we just don't know but that's etiquette i could yeah i just went to a golf course the other day i think i kind of like know etiquette sort of somewhat but then i do something like it's always unraveling itself like uh, revealing deeper layers of etiquette like I walked into the shop to pay with my clubs 
that's a no-no. And I walked in and I realized like, this is probably a no-no because this is golf and everybody has a stick up their butt where like, I don't know, you walk into a skate shop with a skateboard and it's like, that's just what it is. Or you, you know what? I don't know. Like nobody thinks twice, but it's like golf. Like every, everything's got to be weird because everybody's fancy or something. I don't really get, I do not get golf. I love it. And I'm loving swinging golf club, but I really hate putting on a polo. And I think that's really dumb. Oh, that's so dumb. Why the hell is there dress codes at the, (laughs) oh, I'm mad as hell too, Carl today. So yeah, I got my clubs and this guy comes up to me and he, and I knew what he was going to say. I was like, oh, I guess I was right that this is not okay. And he's like, clubs stay outside on the, you know, whatever. I'm like, okay, whatever. Fine. Um, but yeah, so clubs, uh, what else? There's another like etiquette thing with golfing. Ah, I don't know. There's that. And then, oh, there's like deeper stuff. Like you're, you think you're supposed to like wait for the person in front of you to finish their hole before you start. But if it's a big hole, if it's like a 500 yard, like, you know, shot, like you're not going to hit that in one or two swings. So why are you waiting for them to get off the green and holding up everybody behind you? Like if they're on the green, you can start playing, you know, and those are deep things that you just learn as you experience a thing. But unfortunately you have to be the bumbling idiot. So it's really important to remind myself and get used to that experience of like putting yourself out there and sort of confidently, but in a learner's, um, learner's posture, just like learning and allowing yourself to be dumb and then picking up on a note. And then next time you're less dumb and it happens pretty fast. And before you know it, like you kind of know the rules of the road, but I've talked about this a lot with fishing because there's tons of fishing etiquette when you're fishing with other people. It's like the, I, this stopped me. This stops me from doing things. It, it at least is, um, it at least provides like friction for doing a lot of things with me, especially alone. When you're with people, it's fine, but alone. I don't want to be like, I remember the first time going out fishing alone, like on a stream, I know it's like a heavily fished area. I'm going up to, you know, people who know what they're doing and potentially casting too close to them or, you know, waiting in the water that they're fishing or all of these things that you might not even think about. Um, do you go upstream or downstream? Do you hopscotch them or do you wait for them to move up? If they don't move, do you say something? If, if somebody's crowding you, do you say, you know, there's so many little things, um, so many little bits, but point is, is that you, the only way to learn any of this is just to go and do it. And then you just absorb it. And that's the cool thing about etiquette is it's absorbed. And that's, that's a cool little thing. You know, that's culture. That's norm norms. It's humans. You just absorb the environment around you and what's okay and not okay. And you learn by just pressing up against those boundaries slightly in the beginning airing more broadly okay bring this back to kids that's the whole kid journey the whole lifelong kid journey is learning pushing your boundaries that's why it's like important to have boundaries and to like set them consistently and all these things as a parent i'm telling you because i got a i got a 16 month year old i know quite a lot about how kids should be raised i tell you but yeah you like they're pushing up against these boundaries and they're going to flop and flail more earlier on because they're these little schnutz guys you know and then as they get older they kind of learn the rules of the road of you know not to go up to strangers and put your hand on their leg like river does which is adorable but i don't think everybody loves that 
um, or is like, I don't know, he's got to learn at some point and he will. Um, but that's how you learn stuff. You know, River's life is like me golfing. That's the takeaway here. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoyed this extremely poignant and succinct and well thought out thought spew. Enjoy your day.